interrupt me. Hello. Welcome back to Girl Uninterrupted. It has been a minute. So this is where we discuss issues that affect women, female identifying, and born people specifically. Thank you so much for tuning in. So much has been going on in the world, and I hope that everyone is washing their hands and staying sanitized. When I initially started writing what I was going to say about the topic that we have today, things weren't as bad as they are now. Look at the statistics, and it's truly scary as a person. With anxiety, it has been so difficult to handle everything, knowing people who have passed away from this virus or whose lives have been affected in a direct way other than just being forced to stay at home. This is a tough time and I'm not here to force the narrative of starting a business or completing a personal project because sometimes I find it hard to get out of the bed. (laughs) Thinking about the state of the world and what that means to everyone, which is a huge reason why I haven't put out an episode. I've been trying to get it together, but I've been doing a lot of stuff work and having an existential crisis like all the time. It's honestly just a part of my daily life. But the thing that has kept me most sane is focusing on the things that I can actually control, which is me. Giving myself the space to do nothing. Congratulating myself on the simple things like showering and taking care of my cat or cleaning up. I am so grateful to have my job still, but I know that others aren't. And because of that, I'm going to include a list of resources and job opportunities in the bio of our GU Instagram page. And this is specifically for Miami-Dade, Broward, and West Palm. I am also opening up our DM for any other issues people might have. If I'm able to help, then I definitely will. We are all in this together, so if you just want to talk or something, you can definitely DM me on our Girl and Interrupted page or on my personal page. Like, it really doesn't matter. But on a lighter note, I would like to talk about the Women of the Week, which goes to all the people who are still working. And as always, I say Women of the Week isn't, like, saying that it's specifically for women. Like, it's for anybody. So it's the... People that work in the grocery stores, the fast food places, or health services out there who are trying to help combat this terrible pandemic that we are in right now, you are putting your life at risk. Some people, this is their life's work. Like For some people, this is what they got into whenever they started their job. But for others, this is simply a way for them to provide for their family. And for that, I am so thankful I am so thankful for you to for keeping this country afloat. Although I am thankful, I'm also aware that it is not fair. I am so sorry for this country to again put the weight on poor black and brown people. Um, these are the things that maybe want to just sleep for days because I just feel so helpless, but I am thankful nonetheless. I know that you turn on the TV, radio, look at your phone, and you are overwhelmed with the sadness of the world, which is why I think it is so beneficial at this time to focus on the things that we can truly control, which is our mental health, which is the things that we do, the way we perceive things. And this brings me to the topic of this episode, which is forgiveness. We have all been through life and have made mistakes, so I've had people do things to us that stick with us for the rest of our lives. 
this trauma can be done by parents, lovers, friends, family, etc. We have so many connections with people and we eventually trust them with some part of us, our love, our trust, our honesty, our vulnerability, and others trust us with theirs, but we are all human. People say that all of the time, but I think it's important to be clear of what that means. Being human means that before we met a person, they have already had experiences and trauma. They have had things that have happened to them or things that have taught them that they might not line up to the way that you might want to be treated or the things that they have been taught might not line up to the way that you, you think things are supposed to be. Your idea of loyalty, love, and commitment, or honesty, or anything can mean something completely different to another person. So this person walks into your life with all all of their experiences or all of their baggage, and we put these expectations on them, or vice versa. This is tough because, again, words mean different things, and also people have different morals and values. I touched on this in our last episode because it is important to know what those morals and values are. We can not assume that everyone has the same perspective as us. I mean, even siblings who have lived in the same house and lived the same life with the same parents grow up to be a completely different person with different perspectives, morals, and values. This is why conversations should always be had about morals and values when it comes to partnerships and friendships. But you can put forth the effort all day long and still eventually come up hurt. This is just a part of life. But what do you do when you are carrying around a bunch of hurt, resentment, and anger? This is not a good feeling. <laughs> it's not at all. And it's also not a good feeling to lash out at others, to have your guard up to everyone, and to never be able to trust anyone because of someone's actions. Or on the other end, to harbor so much guilt that you don't trust yourself to love anyone or to show to yourself away from friends and family because of shame. So what do you do? Lately, this is what I've been doing. Like I've been thinking about all of the shame and hurts and guilt that I have. And while being stuck in my home, I've been thinking about myself and my relationships with others. What I feel ashamed of, what I feel hurt by, or what I feel guilty about. One of my best friends here in Miami, her name is Hannah, who I love so much. And she's a fellow Aquarius and one of the best people that I know. She's introduced me to something that has completely changed the way that I look at forgiveness. And this is what I want to share with you today. So the Ho'oponopono is a Hawaiian mantra that consists of you saying four things. And it is all about forgiveness. So the four things that you say is, I love you. I'm sorry. Please forgive me. Thank you. Now, I'm sure if you are supposed to say it in that way, um, I'm not doing it right because I don't do it in that order, but I've definitely put my spin on it. The whole purpose is to deal with your resentment, hurt, or guilt on your own, knowing that people are on their own path and timeline. You say, please forgive me and thank you already assuming that they will forgive you eventually because you have sent your genuine apology through the universe. The rest is up to them. Now, I do this in my own specific way. Because I am a writer, it is more beneficial of me to write things out. I put a picture of the person up and I basically write a letter. Now, some people, they 
recite the mantra while having a picture up or thinking of the person in their head. And I do this a little differently. I normally start with my thank yous. I list all of the things that the person has given me, whether they be lessons, material things, love, etc. I thank them. This is something that is so emotional. Like sometimes it can be the most the most emotional part because if I am angry, it forces me to think about the good things. It forces me to be grateful. I did this for my father's birthday, for my ex, and it, it always surprises me how long my thank yous truly are. People are really putting your life for a reason and they bring more good than bad majority of the time. But I truly dive into it. I talk about the little things, washing dishes, picking up the phone, giving me birth, (laughs) just the basic things that make you grateful for a person. And after that, after you list through all of the things that you are grateful and thankful for, then you move on to the I'm sorry's. And this is a really hard part, especially when you feel like you have been done wrong. But the truth is that the most beneficial part is to think about the situations and when you do you understand that it consists of wrong on multiple sides you say sorry for anything that you did even if it sounds sarcastic I wrote to one person that I'm sorry for settling and even though that sounds really sarcastic like that is a true apology I made a decision to settle and then put these grand expectations over their head and got upset when they didn't live up to it that is a true I am sorry for settling that was my fault realizing your fault even when you are hurt is important in the progress of forgiveness so after I wrote that I asked for forgiveness by saying please forgive me and I assume that I'm forgiven by saying thank you those of us who have grown up in a religion, religious home do this all the time. We commit a sin and we have to ask God to forgive us and assume that just because we ask that we are forgiven. <laughs> this is the same thing with this mantra. We are assuming that forgiveness because we have generally apologized. It's funny because the mantra doesn't include a I forgive you. And I think that is very important to point out because somewhere between thank you and I'm sorry, forgiveness is already given. It's kind of like you innately begin the forgiveness process there by looking at all the things that have been given to you and also looking at the part that you played in the process. Forgiveness just comes because we think about the wrong that have been done to us so much. Like it's already there. We don't have to remind ourselves of what has been done to us especially in the I'm sorry process. I'm sorry for what happened to you to make you this person. I'm sorry for the hurt that you must have felt. It makes you a little bit more understanding of who that person was and the trauma that they may have made um, or the trauma they may have gone through to make them who they are. Now in this, I am pushing the idea of forgiveness for you. It's for yourself. Forgiveness frees you from the attachment. I don't say this in order to get back with someone who has hurt you tremendously or to relieve someone else of guilt. I mean, if you want to, that's your thing. But this process is about freeing yourself from past trauma. Right now, we are stuck in the house with all of our thoughts and our fears and our traumas. And I think that this is helpful if you want to combat some of that. I want to say that you don't have to. You don't have to do anything right now. If you just want to lay on the couch and watch TV, that is completely okay. This is just an option. 
The world feels extremely heavy lately and this can lessen the load. So this is all about what I have today and this is all about you. Once you write this letter, you can burn it, you can save it, you can share it or never think about it again, but it has been extremely helpful to me. I hope that you've been staying safe, washing your hands, staying at home, listening to music and protecting your sanity during this time. I wish you so much safety and good health and love. And if you need to talk, hit me up in the DMs of our Girl Uninterrupted page or hit me up at Lisa Giles. Like, I'm here. We ain't got shit else to do anyway. So I will talk to you soon. I will try to keep myself safe. And if I feel up to it, I will release another episode next week. Good luck, everyone. And forgive yourself and forgive others.